Hello and welcome to episode 180 of Hearty Dice Friends. My name's Grant Howard, and I'm joined here on the Ocho by Christopher Edward Taylor. Hello, you have been waiting so long to be able to say 180. I've been waiting exactly 179 episodes. Yes, you have. You've been excited. I said on the Ocho, is that a darts thing? Uh, I believe it's a sports channel in America. I think it's a made-up sports I think channel it is, in America yeah. from Dodgeball. Yeah. I think it is. The Oki? The Oki, that's it. The Oki. I remember they used to say the Oki in Bullseye a lot. Mm. Hello, folks. We're back. We took six weeks off. Mm-hmm, we did. We did. Are we better? No, but we're here. <laughs> Absolutely not. Look outside. The world's either on fire or drowning. However, we're still here, and we are back Oh, we're back with a vengeance, baby. baby. How's your six weeks been, Chris? The same as all the other weeks. Mm-hmm. But we didn't have anything to do on Fridays, and I liked that. That was nice. I had a, I had a lie-in. Yeah. it was. You know what, actually, genuinely, it was nice to not have to worry about being entertaining on, on mic. Mm. Yeah, it is weirdly stressful. And it was performance, isn't it? It is, yeah. Sure, you get to cut it, and like you, you get to rearrange it and things, but... You can, only, you can only work so hard with what you've got. <laughs> there's only so much magic I can spin. Yeah, there's only so much polishable surface on that turd. <laughs> there's only so many rooms for coin inside the silk purse made out of it. No, that didn't work. You know what? You know, there's no rooms. I, I'm sorry I described a purse as a sort of rooms for coin. <laughs> My money cubby. You know, you know the little separate pocket where the, where the coins go. <laughs> Keep away all the dirty money. Uh, I've, 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 I've had a vow of silence for the last six weeks. It's been weird. Very difficult to work with. Well, you get what you pay for. I wanted to, I wanted to, to preserve my voice, so I've been, I've been sitting here in my hermitage uh, in East London. <laughs> I've barely left, barely spoken to it. It's been very frustrating for both my, my, my professional and personal partners. But fuck them. You get my voice, dear listener. We're right back here. We are we are red hot and ready to rock. And I've been making my voice more slippery by gargling mayonnaise. Have you? Mm. That I'm really upset you brought that image to the table. <laughs> it's it's the slipperiest thing I had in the house. It's non gargling. Do you mix it with something first? No. Nope. Oh, okay. You just so, work it so thick. It becomes gargleable. Yeah. After after about twelve minutes, yeah. That is that is that's hor- that's horrible. Mm. It does work though. Listen to how silken I sound. You do. It's it's so nice to hear your wonderful silken voice again. As though I, I'm pre- I'm pretending I don't hear it every day. <laughs> it's not just cigarettes and gin. No, not at all. You can't afford gin. That's very true. Spending a lot of money on cigarettes. <laughs> One or the other. We have, I also want to say we haven't just been wasting our time here in our in our six week hermitage. We we're, we're getting ready for our next Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Yes, we've been doing a lot of business stuff, haven't we? We're going to announce that soon. We've got all of the, the... The book is pretty much written at this point. We've got a load of new authors involved, but we're doing a Spire source book called Sin. 
Because yeah. it has to be a short word that begins with S. <laughs> we only do one-word titles just for that really annoying SEO. Yeah, we 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 think we we want to really stick it to big Google. <laughs> we will take them down by search results. We'll th- we're thumbing our nose to Tim Cook. No, he's from Apple, isn't he? Yeah. Who does Google? We, I don't know, Mr. Google. We're, we're, we're yelling a retort as we're dragged away bloody from a fight. Yeah, yeah. You will you will never be able to find our games. We we have so we've got we've got a Kickstarter coming up, so keep an eye out for that. We also have we finally managed to work out the core mechanic of our next game yes. after a scant nine months of development. <laughs> and a lot of ideas. A lot of ideas. A lot of drafts, some of which have been expunged. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we just said we we woke up this morning uh, and discovered through our orders page that friends at the table are using heart to run their next campaign through our sacks of money, <laughs> through our giant fucking trousers. Thanks, friends at the table. Yeah, thanks, Austin. You're putting Good food on mine. Keep sending those wealthy Americans over our way, huh? Love them. Friends at the table, more like fajitas at the table. Oh fuck me, I could murder a fajita. Oh, you can afford one now as well. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm going to get tacos for dinner. Oh, no, yes. Not. Nobody um, likes tacos. No, they're, they're, like, they're like a real waste human. of everyone's time. Yeah. Like, Crispy. Just, like, just, Fuck off. Well, it's, it's, it's like a fucking... It's like, a, it's like one of those open-faced sandwiches. Finish the job, Sweden. It, it, it's an open-faced sandwich that is designed to break. Okay. Soft tacos, I understand. Yeah. yeah. I can grasp that. You want some way of keeping the avocado pulp off your fingers. I do, get it. Do you? Yeah. I, no. No, I don't. I know where my hands are. Being. I go dirty with Mexican food. Okay, that's fine, man. But 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 hard shell tacos. I don't think it's just me. It's it can't be. I don't think it's just a white person problem. Shards in your, your gums. It isn't like chopsticks, which you can learn. <laughs> no, it's like eating broken glass, which you shouldn't learn. You no, you shouldn't. So Austin has decided to retain the word heart from our setting and change every other part of it which is fine you do sure. you mate yeah whatever go hog wild just like like i've had to buy big trousers with extra large pockets for all the dollar it's <laughs> rolling through our front door yep, money. on this on this giant conveyor belt marked one of the four popular actual play podcasts <laughs> Oh, so yeah, you know what? We are in moderately high spirits, and it's good. It's good to be back on mic. It is episode one hundred net. Sorry, one hundred and eighty. I should explain for Americans. <laughs> yes, because a lot of what we just said is going to be quite inscrutable. So in England, well, I was going to say in Britain, but really in England, we have really in Blackpool, we have a uh, we have a sport called darts, and darts is one step above. I'm going to say League of Legends. As far as sports go, <laughs> in that it involves standing. You have <laughs> a. I'm sorry, can we go back to this? League of yeah. Legends, multi million dollar tournaments every year. Yeah, but it's not going to shake that E before the word sport, is it? No, because it's electronic, Grant. You, you've got to stand up. You have to stand up, otherwise, it's an e sport. <laughs> I, I don't think either of them are sports, and that's fine. Okay, one of them is. But okay, carry on. Sure, it's it, it's it, legal. It's darts. Nope. Okay, darts is something which you, which you will have seen played in bars uh, around America, generally in some sort of corner. It seems weird that the sort of go to sports, the, the the go to activities in a pub, 
involve throwing sharp metal objects or arming the participants with heavy, heavy sticks. Yeah, yeah, it's it's arming drunks. Yeah. Uh, I have a hard enough time throwing darts to hit the dartboard when I'm sober, let alone, like, three points in. My old local pub had a petonk table, so... What's a petonk? Uh, it's like pinball, but old and wooden. Oh, a sort of a sort of rural pachinko. No, but... Hang on, no, petonk is... No, it wasn't that. Oh, it... skee-ball! No. You throw it in a hole? I forgot what it's called. It starts with a B. Petonk is like bulls, I think. Right. Right, okay. And bulls is like bowling. Yeah. Except you Older. Bowl. Anyway. Oh my god, let's get back to darts. Mm, darts, important. America, you know what darts is. Mm-hmm. However, over here, we make it a thing. We have championships. <laughs> like, you... Like, there are, there are grand finals... Uh, much like I'd say arm wrestling is in America, except it's broadcast on the BBC. Mm-hmm. And you have to throw the dart in the place, which means you get the best score over and over whilst pissed. That is weirdly crucial. So I feel I should explain the uh, the sportsman of darts. Sports person, please. It's 2021. I mean, yes, but also the televised ones are generally generally just men. I've seen I've I've seen some beautifully square women play darts. Uh, that's true. On. So they are square humans, mm-hmm. and I do not mean the sort of world's strongest man sort of way. No, I mean they've got custom darts shirts on mm-hmm. that are custom made for them, advertising on them their names. They don't fit. <laughs> I never realised that, but they don't, do they? They're not big enough to cover the bellies of these people. Beautiful expanse of sportsmen. Generally speaking, to, to give you the idea of like the, the size of them, when like I'm I'm a chunky I'm a chunky guy. Mm. My shoulders are a little bit fat, right? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. the fat is equally distributed. Not so with these people. They're generally speaking rake thin shoulders and their stomach just goes off. There's not much of a of, of a musculature, you, you do, but I guess you don't need strength. You need precision. Yes, it's all about precision. Which I guess you could get from muscles. Which is alarming that they have, considering that none of them can bend their fingers because wow. all of them are wearing like ten gold rings on each hand, mm-hmm. and they are dripping in the sort of jewelry that you get from a market. Savvies. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that's kind of a handicap in that the more successful you become at darts the more sovereigns you have to wear, and then the harder it is to hold darts in your fat little hands. <laughs> yes, that's it. And they are, I cannot state this enough, drinking. Mm-hmm. During the finals, they'll be there with a pint on the table near the... Hockey? Was that the word you used? Hockey. Board. Near, near where you throw the darts from to hit the thing that you want to hit the darts with. They'll have, location. they'll have a pint. Mm-hmm. And it will be... Fizzy like Stella Artois, mm-hmm. but dark. <laughs> <laughs> it, will, it will have a thick brown colour, but mm. big fizzy. Yeah. Well, I mean, you've you got to keep your keep your energy up. Uh, yeah, but I've never found a beer that does that. The closest I can find is an ale with two Red Bulls in it. Mm. Well? Mm-hmm. Well? Mm-hmm. Performance enhancing drugs, my friend. The ale's to take the jitter off. <laughs> And then the Red Bull takes the naps off. <laughs> Leaving you broadly conscious. Yeah, the balance. Much, much like Snooker Darts is less important than it was in the 70s. You used to be able to maybe have to watch it because there was nothing else on. Mm. Back when there were only four channels. Yeah. Now, I will say Snooker, there's, t- there's two people minimum 
involved in that. And they're moving the balls around and they're trying to sort of outfox or snooker one another. Mm-hmm. But at no point is anyone darted. <laughs> Unless they're playing in a pub. And, well, true, but that's that's it's much more like collateral. Yeah, um, collateral interaction. Like f- for me, the joy of the joy of sport, the joy of of sort of these physical challenges, is seeing these 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 strange rules which we put together for what amounts to a fight. Mm-hmm. These strange rules and these these athletes who have who are taking these rules and they're pushing their bodies in interesting ways and they're like the way that two teams work against each other is fascinating to watch the strategy and uh, the intersection of talent and um training yeah and trying to be better trying to win that competition i tune into the euro like the the euro 2000 and whatever cups in football i tune into the world cup i don't really remember what's happening but i'll ask someone who knows about football what the teams are like and then, and then, like, it's it's about national character against one another, and the stoic Germans, and the the um, the elaborate Brazilians. It's wonderful to see darts. <laughs> darts takes place in a closed environment. Yes. In the, the the field is reset in between goes. Also, I should probably state that like the two people competing are probably live maybe three streets from each other. They probably share a flat. Yeah, like they're all from Blackpool. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't get why it's exciting to to humans. It's like at least in NASCAR you can crash. Yes, you know. I suppose like there's a certain element of Schadenfreude and just waiting for them to pass out from all the booze and amphetamines that are on. These guys are these guys are veterans. They're not going to pass out. No, that's true. But then race car, race car drivers are very well trained in Formula One, and yet spectacular mm. crashes. Well, I guess I guess the stakes are higher. Yeah, that's you know? true. Like. Like, the worst that's going to happen in darts is someone catches one in an eye. <laughs> or old Bob Norris misses a step. Precisely. And falls you know? on his arse and bounces. We've explained a lot of the setup around darts. By the way, this, this episode is mainly going to be us explaining darts to you, someone who probably knows how they already work. <laughs> now, Christopher. Grant. What are the rules of darts? Because I'm unclear. So the rules of darts are, person A, stand at Oki and throw darts. Mm-hmm. Attempt... To get to 501 points. Mm. Now, this is an odd number, which is difficult. Yes. Um, and obviously, you can't do that in th- in three darts. There's multiple ways of doing it. So there is a little ma- maths involved. So yeah. you, you throw your darts trying to get a, a high number in the first one, generally speaking, uh-huh. and then trying to get exactly to 501. The optimal darts throw is to get three treble 20s, yes. at which point the announcer shouts out, a hundred and eighty, and that's and that's kind of that was my involvement with the sport. It is the best of darts. I liked it when they sh- it was the best of darts. I liked it when they shouted one hundred and eighty. That, mm-hmm. that like that, that got me going. You know, a bit like when they say Grazia in uh, in football Italia. Well, Cup Italia ninety. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The best football game ever made. I played a lot of that. Yeah, I played more of that than any other football game. A rare top-down football game which had no differentiation between the players whatsoever. <laughs> same colour, same colour teams. So I'm going I'm I'm, I'm to try and recreate the noise of an overhead bicycle kick. Okay, that is it, pretty much. That's really, that's really quite spot on. Thanks, man. I played a lot of it. Mm. So this is we're not playing football in the Mega Drive. We're gonna we're gonna make a darts role playing game. I see. And I am interested to learn from you what you think we can combine with darts. Or I guess like we could try and improve darts. But I feel like people are already enjoying darts. We don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to sort of come down here. I don't want to gentrify darts. 
is my is my is my thing. Sterling silver. Sterling. Oh, this peacock feather. Oh, this. This is an artisanally crafted dart from Peru. <laughs> Lubricated with honey from Camden bees. Oh, you throw your darts. Oh dear, I use an atlatl so I can hurl them from the other side of the park for my dog. <laughs> So one of the things I was thinking of is like what what game or sport could we combine with darts oh. to give it a bit more zhuzh, you know, mm-hmm. just amp yeah. it up a bit. And the only other game that I could come up that you could conceivably combine with darts is lawn darts. That is so lawn darts are like they're a popular Roman weapon. Mm. Pilum, I believe, or pilium. Yes. And I didn't know what lawn darts were, and I cannot believe they give them to children. So, uh, are you aware of the correct way to play lawn darts? You hock them up in the air, right? That is correct. Like, yeah. most people would have you believe that you throw them like darts and aim for something. But that is not true. You hold them by the back end yeah. and just hoof them up in the air. It's more like a badminton arc. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. But they go up and then they come down. They're much heavier. Into a crowd. Mm. Which is which is why they were so useful against unarmored barbarians in the Romans' uh, expansion of this campaign. Exactly, <laughs> they, they, they were frequently at the barbecues where lawn darts were played. <laughs> what well, I, I think, like why why didn't the Romans use other lawn games such as croquet? Oh, they didn't have time to to run forward and put the little hoops in. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah, they tried dangerous. when they got to Stonehenge, but it was too mm-hmm. easy, oh. and they just went nah. All right. So, mm-hmm. what I'm suggesting is that right. lawn darts is played mm-hmm. to work out where you stand to take your darts shot. Okay. You know, like the basketball thing where you where you go around all the positions and as quickly as you can? Yeah. No? <laughs> no, what? You know the video on the internet with buckets, Kobe. Oh, um, the Monster Factory. Yes. Yes, well, that, you have you have a load of balls and you have to sort of throw the ball. And he's in the... different positions. Yeah. Right. Yes, yes, I know that. Like that. So you throw the lawn dart and where it lands is where you have to stand to take your shot and then do it again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. we change the dartboard a little. Okay. It is now a very complicated hit location table. Mmm. It is the shape of the I monster. I love those. Oh, I see. Right? So rather than just like putting the monster on there like you would an ex-boyfriend's picture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what we do is we take the scoring system, so the yeah. idea of darts of getting to 501, yeah. we get rid of that. The numbers right. get moved to the darts. Whoa. Right? So you okay. have an array of darts with different mm. numbers on it. Like different powers of dart, as it were. Yeah, different strengths of dart. Mm. And some of them have like... Like a spider, five points. Like a, a claw. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm doing a gesture, and it's not. Yes, yeah, yeah, through it's, like, so it, it's got five. Yeah. Ends. So imagine, imagine rather than one point, it's got a, a load of points that can stick in. And is, is that like a combo multiplier? Then that's a that's an AOE. Oh, I see. So you can hit getting... multiple points of the hit location. <laughs> it's a shotgun. Yeah. But it's yeah, obviously okay. a lower damage number. Yeah, and also, also it probably wouldn't fucking fly straight either. Is no, it not at all. It's gonna be a yeah. nightmare. Um, yeah. Especially if you've thrown your, your big lawn dart into the wrong place. Anyway, yeah, yeah. so different classes have different numbers and different shapes of dart and different right, abilities right. and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And also, your your rogue, who has um, improved initiative, throws two lawn darts at the beginning. You can pick where they stand from ah, the two that come off. Okay. okay. And then you compare the numbers to the, to, to the number on the hit location. So if the wrist has 10 
and you hit it with nine, you've not yet broken the wrist. Ah, okay, okay. You've got to get to ten, ideally exactly, for a, for a crit or whatever. I really like the idea of, of scoring too high. Mm-hmm. And, like, having the, like, so one of the fun things about darts is that you can do too well. Yes. You can score too many points, and, like, you're looking to get the closest to the target number, I believe. Mm-hmm. There's something fun about having that target number reset every round. And every round, you're working as a team to try and add up to a certain score. And yes, like, that you're works. You're going to have yeah. different options, and like, and like, and like, the wizard has the opportunity to change people's darts positions through illusory magic. Mm. I like the idea as well that if you go over, that's like collateral damage. Yeah, like yeah, firing so, so a gun on an airplane. Maybe that's the setting. Ma- yeah, it maybe maybe you're like air marshals, and somebody's trying to <laughs> smuggle rare birds. <laughs> Yes, you can't harm the birds. So you can't harm the birds. There is so so the the guy also the the, the outline of the of the evildoer. I'm desperately <laughs> trying not to say terrorist. No, it's just a guy who's smuggling. <laughs> it's just birds. a guy who's smuggling rare birds. Has like a a flighty owl with like the the wings move, just gently, just to make your shots harder. You can't hit the owl, and obviously if you get over any point, so his his chest has twenty hit points, and you get twenty five. Mm-hmm. That right. does five damage to whatever's behind him, which could be, mm. you know, the nursing mother. Mm. It could be the nun. It could be an unhatched egg. It, yeah, it could be the window or the pilot. There'd be a lot of nuns on this airplane. Just so many nuns. I've seen a airplane. W- a weird number of nuns. It's just the airplane from airplane. Bro, yeah, why not? I'm sure we can get the license. Absolutely. That's got to be cheap. We should make an airplane role-playing game. Anyway, you got to get the number, otherwise you blow the window out. And you've only got one parachute. You got one parachute. I also like. I quite like setting it in the seventies mm. because, mm. like, air marshal. I don't know. I don't know what. Air, I don't think they had armed air marshals on planes at that point because that was pre nine eleven. Okay. Fuck it. Alternate history. Everyone's got a revolver with six bullets. Yes. Like a stabbed revolver, and each one of those is a dart you can throw. Mm-hmm. To try to try mm-hmm. and line up on the on the right, and like and like you've also got like I really like for kind of a fun time piss about the idea of so this fight against the dragon. It takes place in darts. Everything else uses d20s or whatever. But if you want to hit, if you want to hit and kill the dragon, you have to throw a dart in the right place. <laughs> right. And everyone, everyone who wants to take part in the dragon fight has to throw the dart. Well, they take turns. They don't all sort of team up. You Otherwise, must it would go throw. It would go far dart. too hard. It would. It would be like a battering ram with everyone behind <laughs> it. It would go this, clean through the wall. I just got this image of the DM like standing over somebody. Like, throw the dart. I don't want to throw the dart. <laughs> Throw the dart and kill the dragon! Kill it! Mother's never coming home! Eat its flesh. I want to put something forward. I really like this idea. I really like the idea of air marshals. I like the idea of, of succeeding backwards, as I it love, were. I love rare birds. Smuggling rare birds is objectively the funniest crime. It's the best crime. One day I'll do it. And, like, uh, I believe in you. And, like, you've also got, like, if it's a particularly shady customer, maybe he's got a, uh, I was going to say human shield, but an owl shield. <laughs> maybe he's got a gun himself and throws darts back at you. That is... Legally difficult. Yeah, but fun. But at that point, you could have the GM throw darts at a, at a dartboard with a picture of you on it. No, like, throw them at you. You can move. Absolutely. Like, no. You're not well, defenseless. I mean, like, just don't get hit by a dart. So much much in the same way that golf is played on the on the course, as it were. Mm-hmm. Like, you're playing the course, you're not playing mm-hmm. the person. Every dartboard is identical, pretty much. They might have different colours on them. So there's not much interest there. Versus darts is much more interesting if we remove the board. I see. And just have a little hole about 200 yards away on the other side of a bunker? Is that what you're saying? 
You'd, you'd stand. No, it would, it would operate on dual mechanics. So oh, you'd stand on oh, a field okay. and hock darts at one another. I guess you could, you could, in theory, like LARP safe them, make them sticky. I mean, there's a much, a much easier and cheaper way of making them stick in people. That's true. Yeah. I mean, at that point, just use air rifles. Yeah. Well, I mean, but oh, but but like the beautiful game, Chris. That's true. Yeah. I'm just. My point is, I think that we should try and keep it slightly like darts. I also thought, well, you're still throwing a dart <laughs> at a target. And at that point, I think, being three points in would be hugely beneficial when a dart lodges itself in my <laughs> yeah. shoulder. I just feel that if we're, if we're going to a field to throw darts at each other, at that point, you might as well just beat up your friends with a tire iron. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's a bit violent. Whereas yeah. the DM throwing darts at you, that's fine. I want to put forward an idea. Okay. This is, this is D&D, but everyone uses darts. So one of the D stands for darts. No, both. Don't know which one. Yeah, sorry. It's, darts uh, it's and nice. darts. It's short for darts and darts. It's about um, um, tailors putting uh, little cleats in in dresses so that it cinches in at the waist. Uh, and also moving quickly from side to side. Yeah, and zigzagging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. Moving in a squirrel-like fashion. Mm. So when, when when we think of darts as weapons, we think of like well, we think of like these small darts you get in a bar, and you're like, well, maybe something like like a ninja might have, mm-hmm. like a blow dart, or like 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 a small metal object which which, which you'd use to have poison on, which you throw at someone, and it's really more of a distractionary tactic sure. than the same which is actually going to cause harm, cause harm, cause harm, harm, harm. That's that's your light weapons. You've got. Pilliums, you've got lawn darts, mm-hmm. you've got Roman darts, and the great thing about those is they're very hard to aim. Yes, absolutely. Like you, you have you have to aim them in an arc, and they're very slow moving. But God, if they hit, they hit. Oh, you got to track that parabola. Mm-hmm. You've also got javelins. Can I just say that there is something between the lawn dart and the javelin inside? Please, uh, what is it? Uh, it's a it's a fireplace poker. Not traditionally thrown in sport. No, but it, it is, is the this, only is thing I can Sussex think of that's that shape mm. that is between lawn dart and javelin. Because javelins are very big. They are quite big. I'm thinking, I'm trying to think like in terms of thrown items in sports. Crowbar. Shop, shop crowbar? Yeah, thrown, thrown crowbar. That's not, stop making up. Just because you played it with your friends down the quarry doesn't make it a legally recognised sport. Ah. Yeah. Does that mean my medals don't count? Crowbar dodging. My, my medals still count, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the medals you got for hocking unpowered tools at a JCB in a quarry still count. Yes! I was champion yes. three years running. <laughs> and one year walking away quietly. <laughs> After what happened with Mike. I thought it might be fun to have a game where you have to throw dart, you have to throw lawn darts in the air at, at, at opposing enemies, and you've got like sort of like rogues who are sort of like dashing in and out and throwing poison darts. You've got javelin throwers who are kind of your fighter type characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, but your idea, which which is combining darts with uh, non-stop the Liam the tense Liam Neeson film, <laughs> actually, wait, sorry, it's probably combining it with snakes on a plane, a little bit. I, I want the birds to be like these. These there's probably not many threatening birds. There's maybe like advanced levels. There's one of those fucking dinosaurs. What are they call those Australian dinosaurs? Oh, the birds? Dracula things. What Dracula birds or whatever they are. They are they are the they are the size of of a human, and they have a beautiful crest on their head. They're green, blue, yellow. Well, I'm thinking of something completely different. I'm thinking of Dracula birds. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know what this Dracula bird is, but it's like it's it's like an emu. It's, it's like an emu. 
that has that has leveled up a bunch. <laughs> What's it called? I can't remember. I don't know. Uh, we saw one in the zoo when we went to the zoo in Australia. Brilliant. Yeah. Did we go to the zoo? Yes. I've been to the zoo with you, yes. Yeah. Anyway, these these massive fucking things. I'd like there to be one of those rare birds, like kind of as a final boss, maybe, or like a twist at the end. Sure. I'm See, I'm thinking of things like a shoebill. Mmm. They're dangerous. They're dangerous, uh, but also they're very large. Mm. Yes, they are, and they're hefty birds, mm. which is which is a huge problem. You just you just sent me a picture here called Pesquets Dracula parrots. Yes, they're called Dracula parrots. Oh god damn! I can pull my curtains for this. Whoa! Uh, do look. Hey up, everyone, look look up Dracula. Do parrots. look up Dracula parrots. They're terrifying. Um, if you can find a picture of one angry, that mm. that entire neck thing goes up like a fucking cobra hood. Wonderful. And they look like death incarnate. Mm. No, they're gorgeous. They're gorgeous creatures. I don't think they're very dangerous, though. I I mean, I wouldn't piss off a kestrel. And that's dangerous. a small bird. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like an albatross or a bunch of seagulls See, inside bu- a plane. A bunch of seagulls is just a problem, right? Like, that's just a cloud. Like, that's maybe, that's maybe you succeeding too far. Beaks. Seagulls will fuck you up, man. Seagulls are aggro. They're aggro, but they're not like they're sharp beaks. Like I've I been bitten. Think... I've been bitten by a seagull, and it hurts. Yeah, but it didn't tear a chunk of flesh away. Well, that seagull—that's what these things are designed for. That's true. That's yeah, what seagulls are not are supposed to. For, and they're tiny. Rip. They're not birds of prey, are they? No. Seagulls, much as they want to be. No, their their talons will not scythe through sinew. No, they are. They will, however, just shit everywhere mm-hmm. and be so loud. Really fill a space. Really use a room. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. They're like a fine mist of bird. I well, I like a quite quite heavy mist of bird, which is why I'm excited. Dense wall of bird. I'm excited to. I'm ex- a sort of ambient feather mess. <laughs> I really liked. I really like the idea of there being a, a random table I roll and to see which birds fall out of the overhead compartment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like I, I imagine that's the setup. Okay, like yeah. you you finally locate the you, you finally locate the criminal. Point your guns at him, arrest him, and as you do, he just clicks open the overhead compartment, and that's when you roll into your like, 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 like he's putting his hands up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, you know, you know, in in um, thrillers with magicians in them, <laughs> where they always yes. have an, a card like disguised behind some fingers. That's such a you genre of show to reference. <laughs> you know in you know in point and click games about ghosts. <laughs> it always happens. Like Jonathan Creek. Yeah, yeah. I, I that's, the, that's the first one I just thought of, and I'm not gonna get Lucifer. That one. L- Lucifer looks like a stage magician, so he must do that. Yeah, uh, the, now you see me. It's in that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like but like like they've got their hands up. Thanks for naming both the um thrillers about There's more. I can see that I can there see there the, must what's be, going yeah. on, but I can't remember the titles. Wizards of Waverly Place. Harry Potter, he does it in that. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> Harry Potter, yeah. big card magician. Harry Potter pulls a load of moody owls <laughs> which he was importing. Harry Potter now in a market playing Find the Lady. Now, I worry that we might be bearing the lead here. What, darts? Well, yes, because this is a game about darts. However, like I love, I love the idea of the most sort of fragile and difficult thing we could think of is trying to arrest a rare bird smuggler on a plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's armed. Ballerina so on a roundabout. That- fragile and difficult thing to arrest, a ballerina on a roundabout. Yeah, that's true. They'd, they'd spin around, wouldn't they? Yeah. They're not fragile, but they are very difficult to arrest. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, they're more fragile than the cars on the roundabout. Uh, have you ever seen a, a ballerina? Have you seen a car? 
Yeah, I reckon the ballerina could take it. Okay, well, we'll see. I, I, I guess, hey, Apocalypse World style, we'll find out through play, right? Right, yeah, that's how it works. I think I, I, I love I love the, the tension of I mustn't shoot a hole in the plane, I mustn't injure this, this kestrel. Yep, I must the president's have... kestrel. Yeah, oh my God, the president's pet kestrel. Mm-hmm. So it's a smuggle napping. The name I had was Bonkers. That so cute. Smuggle napping. Smuggle napping. Oh, I'm just I'm just popping down for a smuggle nap. <laughs> Give me a call in 20 minutes. <laughs> Don't come in. Don't come in. I'll have some goods. <laughs> Literature. It seems like for me a more fun game is trying to smuggle a load of rare birds. <laughs> I love I love the idea of trying to cram birds in places. Okay. And how is that going to be resolved by darts, pray tell? Don't worry about darts. That's fine. <laughs> Fuck darts. Let's make a game of smuggling rare birds. I just like I can. I, I've got. I've got a couple of character classes. Mm-hmm. One grizzled smuggler. Okay, obviously. I'm yeah. thinking like like a sort of five go Madden Dorset smuggler. Oh, sort of thing. oh, like a like a poacher end of the spectrum, like the white. Yeah, 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 yeah. Couple sorry, of eels sorry. under his arms. Not not grizzled. Rural. Okay. Else, again, again on a plane. Well, why else would he, why else would he be smuggling That's a poacher? Fair, yeah. uh, it's not something that would bother people there. Yeah. Second, mm-hmm. stage magician. Obviously, who else is going to throw the cards? Again, again, the card, the cards was an analogy, which oh. we don't need to put in here. But, but who's who's the best at hiding birds? Squirrels. No, it's a stage magician. They hide birds for a living. Oh, that's very true. That makes more yeah, sense yeah, yeah. than mine because I was making you're, you're, birds nuts. Yes, you're thinking about nuts, which is different from birds. Yeah, they're, they're some birds eat nuts. Yeah, hey, th- hey, that's true, buddy. Thanks. And I can't think of a third class, but maybe so like some sort of avian biologist. Uh, avian biologist seductress. There's ah, often a seductress in these situations. A form fatale. So, can we, let's go with seductor, seductist, yes. a seductist. Whatever the gender neutral form of seductionist. That sounds Seduct- nasty. I don't like seductionist. I don't care for that. Um, but there's one of those. Fuck boy. <laughs> Fuck person, please. Mm, yes. So there's a fuck person, mm-hmm. a stage magician, and a rural mm-hmm. poacher mm-hmm. sitting in in three seats next to Awkwardly each other. Awkwardly sitting in plane. coach. <laughs> the poacher has to be in the middle. And he has to be massive. Yeah. It has to be a him word. as well. Yes, yes. He's uh, he's he's somewhere between 85 and 35 and you can't tell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because of the muck and lines. Big, big nose from drinking. Big nose. Big, big red nose from drinking. And he's got a coat full of moody pheasants. <laughs> and eels. A wax coat full of eels that you've half-inched from a reputable stream. And, like, some deer meat. Yeah, but, but not wrapped, a full deer. But wrapped up in paper in his pocket. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like a little slab of deer meat. That'll come in useful for luring the predatory birds. And for distracting the air marshal. Mm. So yeah, at that point, like you're like you're having to balance. It's it's a bit like a bit like um, Jenga or plate spinning, or some sort of game where you've got an awful lot of demands on your time, mm-hmm. and you're having to just smuggle these rare birds on a plane. And we call it no. What was your point? Birdie, birdie, plane, plane. Um, mm. interestingly, you can up the difficulty levels depending on where you're flying to. Oh my god, that's right. So like that. England to Scotland, no bother. Yeah, not a problem. Like like it's Do what you quite. Want. Birds already go over that border. You all could the time. be firing a gun and they let you through. Mm-hmm. Now you go to Australia; those mm-hmm. bastards will take your the sandwich you're eating off of you. Yeah, take the ham out of it and give it back to you. It, my sandwich was taken from me <laughs> at customs while I was eating it. Oh, I, I, I like did. Did you realise? 
that I can't get this through customs. I've got to eat this ham sandwich. No, now. I was just having a lovely sandwich that I bought on the plane. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't you buy sandwiches on planes. Bought a sandwich on a plane. Well, not bought on a plane. Oh. Got on the plane. Well, you, you, you got one. I oh, saved I it from yes. my dinner or whatever. I see. right. Okay. That's that, that's that's a much that's a much nicer story. It's a much less adorable story. I had a sandwich. Having bought a jelly piece from home. I had a sandwich. <laughs> And they took it off me at customs while I was eating it. I'm so sorry. I was so angry. Was that why you were late getting into the country on account of the fight? (laughs) The ruck. So getting anything into Australia isn't possible, is my point. Yeah, they have the most exciting birds there. They do, they've got good bird. Good bird. No, no, you know what? I I love that, but we have to make it about darts. This week's game is an air marshal game where you are trying to arrest someone smuggling rare birds. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've also got maybe they're trying to they're trying to smuggle in helium in, in, in balloons, or maybe like cyanide gas mm-hmm. in balloons, so you could pop those. Got various other various other like dangerous, difficult situations. Maybe they're made out of fine blown glass. Oh, fragile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or spun sugar. Chocolate. And then, of course, the final fight is when you open the, uh, the hold and three emu come out of there and kick the fuck out of you. <laughs> You've got to just just open fire. Nobody cares anymore. They're all going to die anyway. They'd rather die to, from the fall than the emu. Crash the plane. Make sure the, emu, the emus don't get control of it. Mm, fly to Ecuador. Mm-hmm. Damn, What's the name of it? Policy. Um, harried flight. Because this harrier is a type of falcon. Is flight a kind of dart? Uh, it's the flights are the like bits on the back of a dart. Mm. So, so it was there, but it was a long stretch for both parts of that, and I apologise. And yeah, and they didn't hold hands at the end either. No, they were Harry, not talking. Harry, mm. I guess all, all your name could be Harry, and you could play a really grizzled nineteen seventies mm, air true. marshal, played by Dirty Harry, played yeah. by Clint Eastwood, even. Yeah, okay. Harried flight. Bullseye. Hang on, was that already something about darts? Bullseye. Is that something about yeah. darts? Yeah, it's a very popular TV show about darts, isn't it? It's also on a dartboard. <laughs> That's true, that's true. I just think, I think, hmm. Have you ever played darts, Grant? Thank you for listening to Hearty Dice, friends. My name's Grant Howitt. Our game this week is Harried Flight. <laughs> Announcing our triumphant return to the game design scene, we have we have put together, I'm going to say, less than half an idea. Less than half an idea, yeah. yeah about bird smuggling. Yes. But we had a lot of darts chat in there. I th- you know what? I, I, I think, <laughs> did I think mention darts out. for a long time. That is very We've pulled true. out a half-decent episode. Thank you all for, for listening to this show. Thank you for your patience as well. Um, and hopefully hopefully sticking around uh, over our, over our six-minute our six minute, our six-week uh, hiatus. Time means nothing. If you... Yeah, time is a, a long egg. <laughs> you spectacular know, ovoid. If you've enjoyed this and you want to give us some cash, you can go to patreon.com forward slash hearty dice friends and give us some per episode. Give it. Put it in our wallet. You can uh, you can give us some money per episode. If you don't like this, well, fuck you, man. Okay? We're doing our best. We're trying. We're trying. Just stop listening. It's weird that you get to this don't, point after not enjoying it. Stop listening. Although maybe, like, maybe your partner put it on for you or a friend put it on for you and you've been listening together and you've just been... You've just been when are these, when are these pricks going to shut up? You're really enjoying it. You're yeah. really enjoying you, the podcast. You really like it and your partner loves you and you love them back, okay? Everything's okay when you listen to me. That's threatening now, I realise. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, it was. It was like subliminal, except it was liminal. Yeah, I was. I was going for like. I was going for everything's okay when you're listening to Artie Dice Friends, but oh, like, all right, no, no, everything's going to be okay if you do what I say. Is how that came out, and I'm it very much told sorry. me. I felt like you were going to tell me where to put the lotion. I was going to hurt you. Thank you for listening to Artie Dice Friends. We love you a great deal. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for your enthusiasm. Thank you for your ongoing support, patrons. Yeah, we'll be we'll be back. Uh, we we're probably going to shift to a two week recording schedule, so we're going to we're going to put out. Gonna put out an episode every couple of weeks, and then if we're if we're really feeling like once I'm gonna say seventy five percent of me and Chris are healthy, then maybe we can get back to a weekly recording schedule. But we're we're gonna stick with stick with bi weekly. So we'll be with you again in two weeks time. Um. Uh, bye. Bye.